Hello, everyone. Welcome to Unlocking Greatness podcast with Zenja Glass. I want to talk to you all a little bit about are you willing to change, but this is part two. Yesterday, I released a podcast episode. You'll have to go back and find it, but I put it under the Less Talk Business segment, and I think I called it... um, I think I just called it, Are You Willing to Change? And I focus heavily in that episode on mindset development, you know, the importance of seeking out wisdom and knowledge, you know, outside of, you know, just, you know, us reading our Bible and, you know, and praying and which is what many of us do all the time. But I talked about just the importance of seeking out mentorship, coaching, you know, um, even if you can't afford it, you know, watching YouTube videos or getting books or what have you, doing whatever you need to do because you don't know what you don't know. So that's a very important podcast episode to go back and find. But, you know, this morning I spent, I stayed home longer today and I spent a longer time in prayer, Bible study, and I was even listening to a sermon or two. Uh, and I came uh, into the office um, totally prepared to do something completely different today. And God just put it in my spirit. There really needs to be a part two to this, because even though I focused heavily yesterday um, uh, on mindset development and all of that, which is extremely important, I want to drive a whole nother part about are you willing to change? But this is now concerning you and your walk with God and your knowledge of the word of God. So just know I'm not preaching to you all. I'm not talking down to anyone. I'm st- I'm learning myself. I I feel in many ways I'm still at the very beginning, right, of just exploring and learning more and more and more about my Bible and and, and different people in the Bible and and, um, the patterns that are throughout the Bible. And God knows almost every page in my Bible is highlighted to some degree or another. I soak in it, but I still feel like I'm at the beginning stages. So consider this just as a gentle challenge because I love you, okay? So this is going to be called, Are You Willing to Change? Part 2. So what I want to know is, are you willing to make the commitment to go deeper in your relationship with God and put in the study, the study that's needed to really understand the patterns in the Bible, the spiritual patterns? You know, are are you aware of all the Bible? I don't even like using the word Bible characters, but all of the different people in the Bible. You know, do you know their stories and the patterns that they went through? You know, and the reason why that's so important, remember in, um, I wasn't going to turn to this one first, but I think it's in Acts 17 that talks about the Bereans were of more noble character than the Thessalonians because they examined the scriptures to see if what the Apostle Paul said was true. I'm turning to that now. Okay, so Acts 17 verse 11 that is the right passage it says now the Bereans were more noble character than the Thessalonians for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what the apostle Paul said was true I don't want to stop there then if you turn to like Hosea um, Hosea is a great book to read Um, there was a charge against Israel in chapter 4 and one of the prominent things that Hosea that was written in this chapter is he said in verse 6 my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. And then he goes on to talk about, you know, why they were rejected, you know, because they ignored the law of their God. And and it's it's a pretty heavy chapter to read. But the lack of knowledge is the ways of God. Well, he's he's specifically referring to the laws of God, but it's it's the ways of God, knowing knowing the ways of God, knowing who he is, knowing knowing what his nature is, knowing who. Who are the the people in the Bible that when you're going through something in life, you can be able to relate your story to them? You guys, that's the only way. Let me just make this really clear. This is so important. If you don't hear nothing else, listen to this. Many of you know I wrote a book called Necessary, and many of you have already read my book. The only reason I was able to go through 
many of those challenging times in my life, including losing my son and so many other things I went through. You guys know the story. It's not because I'm this dynamic individual. I'm really not. But I had to dive deep into the word of God and I had to find patterns. I had to find characters, people in the Bible where my story, I was able to see, oh, I'm on this path that, for example, Joseph was on. You know, I, I was able to see myself in the story of Gideon, you know, when God took his army down from about 32,000 or so men to about 300, because God said, I can't let you win the war with 32,000. That's too many. I can't do that because you're going to boast and think that you got there yourself. So then when, when, when I went through those seasons, especially financially, my God, you know, when things were being dried up, I was able to attach my season to a pattern in the Bible and gain strength from that, gain wisdom from that. So I knew what to expect that, oh, God can do more with less. That, that's where that chapter came from in my book. I think I even did a podcast episode on that. So it's not because I'm some smart person and I just thought of, huh, I wonder, can God do more with less? No, no, no. I had to examine the story of the, of the widow with the oil, you know, with the jars, you know, we've talked about that story before, you know, when, when, when the collectors were coming and she didn't have money and they were going to take her kids because she couldn't even pay her bills and all of that. And when the prophet came and said, what is it that you have in your hands? So that was a that was a season when I had to look in, 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 at that and think, OK, what is it that I have from my hands that I can build with? And I had to I had to immerse myself into that particular season, that particular pattern in the Bible when my business was failing and things were going down and nothing seemed to be working. And I had to draw strength from that to say, God, what is it that I have in my hands? What talents, what skills, what gifts have you given me that you are willing to bless and anoint if I'm willing to do something with it? Hopefully that makes sense to you all. You know, there's, I bought some of my little cue cards here and I wouldn't plan on showing this, but I just thought you guys need to know kind of behind the scenes stuff. I have so many cue cards, like stacks and stacks, small and large cards, actually, that I literally sometimes just sit and quiz myself on. Or um, let's say I'm just thinking through someone in the Bible, like, like okay, so here's a couple. Um, I, I just wrote down, I write at the top of the page, for example, this says Solomon, right? You know, this says Haggai, right? Um, so sometimes I'll write down uh, a person in the Bible, and then I'll quiz myself on what do I know about the person? You know, like I'm looking at Haggai now, and I started off with, okay, well, who is Haggai? And I put in brackets here, the Lord's messenger. And then I, went, I, I wrote down Hebrew, a minor prophet. There's only two chapters. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, what does a minor prophet mean? What's the difference between a major prophet and a minor prophet? Now, I'm not going to go too deep into this, but I just write tons of notes on Haggai. And then I'll go through, okay, well, who is Solomon again? You know, and I'll have my little cue cards. And sometimes I'll start the, the the, the little cue cards off blank. You see like this is blank. I don't even know if you can see this, but anyways, blank. It says Jeremiah. This says Nehemiah. So sometimes what I do is I go back and I think, okay, what is everything that I know about Nehemiah? And I'll just start quizzing myself and writing things down or like Zerubbabel. Okay. Who were the 12 disciples? What are their names? Do I know them? Who was Zechariah? What kind of prophet was he? What was the story of David? What does it mean to be an exilic? That's E-X-I-L-I-C, you know, uh, an, ex an exilic prophet, which, which is a prophet doing the exile, by the way. You know, that was Daniel was first, and then it was Ezekiel. Who were the four minor prophets? And I would write things like that down. What is the story of Joseph? What is the story of, of, of Deborah? Who was Joshua? Why was he so important? Who's Ezekiel? And so I literally would go through... And, you know, the, sometimes I'll, I'll have um, cards where I'm like, okay, what are some of the spiritual patterns in the Bible? 
It's so important that you know the spiritual patterns, because if you don't know the pattern, the Bible really is like a, a, I don't want to use the word like a map, but it really is like a, I guess I could almost say like a map, like, well, I call it a treasure chest, but it's not just stories that you read. It really is a a roadmap into the, the patterns that are happening in spiritual realms. And all of it is using for seasons in our lives. We need to be able to identify ourselves with whoever in the Bible, whatever that season is, whoever, whether it's Esther or David or, or, you know, um, man, I could think of a lot. Um, Elijah with a J, Elijah with an S, you know, Moses or, um, you know, Zerubbabel or whoever. We need to, we need to be able to study and examine the scriptures and be able to pick up and identify not only the patterns in the Bible, what is the history? I have one of my cards is that what is the history of, of, of Israel? When did this begin in the Bible? Who were the first three kings of Israel? What is the book of Lamentations all about? You know, I think that's what about five or so chapters. What is that all about? And so I literally just and, and I just kind of make up these cards on my own as I'm reading through scriptures. Um, Sometimes there's a passage that'll catch me really good, like Proverbs 3, and I'll write down a a lot of what that meant to me. What were the last words that David spoke? And you may say, well, Z, that's good for you. You kind of like that kind of stuff. Well, you know what? Well, I do. I actually really do love uh, learning about the Word of God. But I don't do this just for wisdom's sake. This is why the the title of this is Are You Willing to Change Part 2? And and that is, are you willing to go deeper and, and get into the study of the Word of God? so that you can apply to every area of your life. You guys, this is good stuff. This is actually better than any mentor you can ever get. There's no coach that can compare. There's no book that can compare. Every single move I've made, even in my business, just hear me clearly, not only in my personal life, but especially even in my business, it's because something was brought to light in my secret place and in the word of God. Even this podcast, I didn't just think of, hmm, I wonder, can I start a podcast and reach people all over the world and get hundreds of thousands of followers? No, I didn't even like social media. Didn't even want to have anything to do with social media. You guys know that, right? But in in that secret place, that place of dwelling, that place of, God, who am I? Who who really, who am I? I? Surely I'm more than just a mother, a wife, you know, a business owner, a friend, who, who really am I in the spirit? What pattern in the Bible is relevant to my life? How does my story relate to Joseph? Who am I in the spirit? You know, and that's when God began to speak to me. And that's when one of, that's just one of few challenges he gave me, which is, and I've already shared this with you guys. He literally showed me a vision of like headphones on my ears, like in the spirit, but I won't even go into that. Some people think that's weird, but I literally was sitting in my dark closet and God just spoke to me so clearly and gave me this vision. Uh, and I was like, what is this God? Is that a podcast or am I the radio? And I'm like, I don't like social media. What are you doing? What is that about? And he's like, what I'm sharing with you, you need to share with my people. I'm sending you, you know? And it, I turned around and went ahead and just started something up. Didn't know what the heck I was doing. Didn't have a single follower. Didn't care not to have one. I just really wanted to be able to say, okay, I obeyed you and did what I said. But where does that come from is what I'm trying to get at. Where does it come from? It, that, that, that secret knowledge we're searching for comes in the spirit. Now, yes, mentors and coaches and all of that stuff is very important. You all know I started a mentorship program. And I pray daily, by the way, 
daily, by the way, for God to give me wisdom with that, you know, because I'm mentoring people for personal professional development as well as business owners and entrepreneurs, right? And if God told me today to stop it and shut it down, trust me, I would. Trust me, I will if that's what he puts in my heart to do. But, but, but so their mentoring is very important, especially if you can find yourself a good, you know, Christian mindset, mentor, coach, someone who has experience in both areas, you know, personal and business. I think that's extremely important, but there's no mentorship like what you're going to get in the spirit. None. So my question is, are you willing to change? Do you know, now I'm going to say this, this may touch a nerve, but I'm saying this out of love. I'm not talking down to you. I'm not talking down to you. But do you know more about the characters and the people in the Bible than you do about some of your favorite shows? Are there songs that you know from beginning to end, you know all the verses to the song? But do you know, you know, um, the, the song of uh, Miriam's song in the Bible? Song of David. Do, do you know, like, what do, what do you know? Do, do you know uh, what the first five books of the Bible are called? You know, do you know the books of the Bible? Do you know care? Now, I'm not getting on you to make you feel like, well, I don't know nothing. I don't really read my Bible much. I'm still a work in progress. I'm learning myself. But my thing is, are you really willing to change and put in the effort and the time that is needed? Now, I'm again, I I have to be I have to say this over and over again. I am still learning. I soak up as much knowledge as I can. I just purchased, um, I guess, a shout out to this company. I don't even know the name of this company. I just purchased some maps. One of them is called like a biblical family tree, right? I just purchased, I don't know if I have time to take this out of the tube, but I just purchased a whole nother uh, map um, that that uh, shows all of the people in the Bible from beginning, from the very beginning of the Bible, all the way to the history of Jesus, you know, because I want to follow the history of who all the kings in the Bible, what happened with each of those kingdoms? What happened? Why did they rise and why did they fall? And what can I gather from that so that I can so that I can make sure that, it, it, you know, in, in those patterns, I don't follow some of the same patterns they take. You know, who was Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, uh, Jacob? Where did the 12 tri- tribes of Israel even come from? And why does that matter? What's the history of, of Mary? Like, what's the genealogy? And so you want to tie it all together. And I'm not saying you have to go so deep. Like, I just, I just naturally, I, I believe it's a gift from God, I should say, but I just naturally love learning about the Word of God. It's something about it that I can't explain it, but there's, it's almost like a honey. It, it, it tastes sweet to my tongue. And I know that's weird to say, but it's almost like a sweetness that I taste when I'm drenched in the Word of God. So I may go a little overboard than some people may think. And anytime the, you know, elders at my church or whatever have a certain meeting or certain training sessions that's kind of sort of kind of meant for ministers and elders or whatever I'm always saying can I get my butt there just to sit front row and listen <laughs> I even provide the food I'm like I want to be there I'll feed everybody you know or every blue moon I'll visit another church if I find out about a, a minister who I've been sort of following and I see a special anointing on his life and I've driven far to, to literally just to sit in one service just to be in that person's presence and just to hear that person pray but anyway I won't get into all of that but I just that's just who I am because I want to go deeper, but there's so much I don't know. There's so much I don't know. So many things I get confused with. You know, I forgot who Uzziah Uzziah was. Sometimes, you know, I have to remind myself of, okay, what are some of the promises in the Bible? What are some of the promises that God's made to us? 
You know, do I remember Isaiah 41, 10 about do not fear from with you, I'll strengthen you. You know, Isaiah 26, 3, you'll keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast on you. Deuteronomy 31, 8, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and terrified. Sometimes I have to go through what are the promises? What are the laws? What's the difference between like the, you know, the, with the mosaic laws, like the, the moral law, the, what is it, the judicial law, uh, the ceremonial law, you know, the, the, the judicial law, which is kind of how they got in trouble if they didn't follow the proper cleanings and all that in the moral law. Anyway, I won't even get into all of that. My point is I have to learn that and know the difference. So when I'm reading my scriptures and it's referring to following laws and following decrees, I know which one they're even talking about because I didn't even know there were different laws. Like, so I say all this to say, because I don't want anyone feeling overwhelmed, like, oh my God, there's so much to learn. Yes, there is a lot to learn. You're absolutely right. And I consider myself at the very beginning of really still learning everything. Well, I don't think you can ever learn everything there's to know about the Word of God. Let me just say that. But learning more and more and more about the Word of God. This is so relevant to your life, baby. It's not, don't think of it from a point of view of um, just gaining knowledge so you can appear smart or so you can get online and start teaching people about a few things. No, 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 no. It's important to be a, um, um, to, mem- to, to, to follow the pattern of the Bereans who were of more noble character than the Thessalonians because they examined the scriptures daily. It's important to understand the patterns, the stories, God's ways to know who he is, his character. Um, the, the, the spiritual journeys each of them were on so that you can identify, number one, who are you in the spirit? Who, 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 who in the Bible can you identify with that your life and your pattern is following? And when you know that, you may say, well, why do I need to know that? Oh, my God, it's important that you know that. You, you, you know that because then that's where that hope comes from. That's where that inspiration comes from so that you know the, the, the end result you, you know, for example, if you're going through a Job season, right? You know, because Job lost pretty much everything, right? Finances, family, everything, right? You know, hmm, it seems like my pattern is so on, oh my gosh, the pattern of what Job experienced and went through in those 40, I don't know how many chapters, 42 or so chapters in the Bible. Huh. It seems as if many of the things he was going through, I'm going through huh when I think about Job he also had his closest partner which was his wife tell him to curse God and die I need to be on the lookout for someone a spirit that may come into my life that tries to get me to stop believing in God huh he also had about three friends that sat with him during those 30 40 or so chapters and those three friends pretty much was saying to him you must have done something wrong Those three friends actually were not telling him what was true. And the reason you know that is because at the end, I think chapter 42 or so, you can pick it up and read it yourself. I'm just totally going from memory at this point. God had to have Joe pray for those friends because they didn't speak what was right of God. So, wow, I need to be really discerning with the advice that I'm getting from people when I'm going through my tough season because other people might try to come in and give me ill advice or tell me that I'm, you know, I did something to deserve this. You get my point? Huh. I look at the end how God didn't leave Job just stranded. He turned around and gave him a double portion. He turned around and blessed his life more in the latter stages than in the beginning because of all that he went through. Huh. That gives me hope. 
interesting. That gives me hope to know that there's light at the end of this tunnel. You get my point? So you don't, you don't, this is just me. And again, I, I'm, I'm, I know I'm, I get people upset when I say I'm not a minister. I think we all are ministers in the word of God. But the point I'm getting at is that I'm not trying to preach at anybody. I'm trying to get you to see that the, every answer, everything that we're searching for is right here. But are you willing to change to grow in that knowledge? That's why I listen to sermons. And, and I don't listen to every minister, every apostle out there. I really don't. I'm very discerning about that. Um, and I've listened to some that I no longer listen to. I don't, you know, I won't even go into that. Uh, but the point is, is that I'm always soaking and trying to learn and gain that knowledge. You know what I mean? Diving deep into my word. Now, I just want to confess and be very honest. It's not like it's every day I sit for hours reading my Bible. It's not. Sometimes I, I barely have enough energy uh, to read just for a little bit. Sometimes I can literally open up my Bible and start to read and then an hour's gone by and I've been doing something else or thinking about something totally different, you know? So I'm human. Sometimes I go in my closet and I sit to pray and within a couple minutes, I'm dozing off falling asleep. Or sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm trying my best to pray, but my mind is on some work that I've got to do. So don't think I'm some religious woman that's just every day she's so close with God. No, I mess up a whole lot. But you know what I do? I take my butt right on back in that little closet. And I say, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. You know, I say, I'm, I'm, I'm back, God. I'm here. I'm here. What, ha- what, what do you have to say to me, God? I literally would just sit in my closet and say, God, forgive me, you know, f- for, the, for the last couple of days when I've strayed away or I've been doing da-da-da-da, but I'm back, God. And you know what I'll say? Thank you, God, that I'm still saved. Because the enemy would try to really rip you apart with that. You ain't been reading your Bible. You ain't been praying. You been, just, I'm still saved. Okay. All right, God, I'm back. All right. What do you have to say for me? And guess what? He pours right back into me again. He's constantly pouring. All right. So I pray that this encourages you. Uh, I'm going to name this lesson. Um, what did I call it again? Are you willing to change? And this is a part two. Are you willing to change part two? And all I'm asking is please make the commitment for yourself. You know what? I'm going to take my relationship with God more seriously than I've been d- doing. I'm not just going to listen to a podcast here or there, listen to what someone else may have to say, and neglect my own personal time with him. I am going to dive deep into my word, even if I don't really know what I'm reading. I'm going to do my best to just start and go into something and start reading. And maybe I'll learn about, you know, uh, in fact, turn to the beginning of your Bible because you can see, you know, all the names there. Just randomly pick one, you know, and just say, let me just learn everything I can learn about uh, like Deborah right? Um, Ruth or Naomi or whoever, Elijah, Elijah, Moses, Gideon, you know, Nehemiah, Hezekiah, uh, Ezekiel, any of them, just pick one. And then just what you can even Google, do a Google search. Who was this person? And then just start getting some information, then dive into the scriptures a little bit to go deeper with it. And you're going to discover as I'm discovering, there are spiritual patterns with each of them. Each of them is like a journey like a like a map and you're going to discover how at different seasons in your life you're going to be able to to identify that season that you're in and you're going to be able to step back and be like oh wow I spent a couple weeks learning about Gideon oh wow I see that in this season here's what's happening oh and I also know what became of that so here's how I'm going to respond and you will see, I, I have chills on my arm as I'm talking to you all now because I so feel the Spirit of God in this moment, to be honest. But you're going to see that your eyes are going to be open. 
And then you won't go into these seasons being fearful or feeling like a victim or feeling like it's just me or it's just what. No, you'll be able to say, hmm, this was Moses. Oh, this was Joseph. Oh, my goodness. This is what uh, the weeping prophet went through. Oh, my gosh. I'm in a season of what Ruth was dealing with. Oh, my goodness. I'm actually in a season of what Peter was going. You get my point? You'll be able to identify that. Then you really go deep into studying what all happened in that season. Because, again, these are patterns in the Bible. And then you'll begin to have that substance to stand on. So it's not just a scripture that you're pulling out. Have faith in God and do not be afraid and blah, 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 blah. Where you got your little one or two scriptures that may take you a day or two, you know, to lift you up a little bit. You have a spiritual, you have some meat, some substance. You have a journey. You have a roadmap. Better word. You have a roadmap because you've identified God has revealed to you. It's a better way of saying it. God has revealed to you in the spirit, not only who you are, but the pattern and the season you're going through. Then you can go through it with that faith and that confidence because you know what became of Ruth. You know what I'm saying? You, you know the situation that became of um, Ezekiel or, or what have you, you know, because now you've identified a pattern. And baby, when you get to that level, when you can understand and recognize the, the, the spiritual patterns, know who you are and where, and where you're at in that. And, and, a, and a lot of that comes from God blessing you with that anointing, sharing that grace upon you. But when you, when you begin to get into that, then you combine that with some sort of uh, mindset coaching or training where, 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 you're, where you're getting your paradigms, your habits, your routines in place, and you're learning about um, all of the different mindset changes you need to have to be prepared as you go through those seasons. Baby, nothing to be able to stop you. Absolutely nothing. So part two of this lesson is called, Are You Willing to Change? This is part two, and it is a gentle challenge completely out of love. I'm not talking down to anyone. I love you. God knows I do. And you guys know I mess up on a good day, right? I'm just gently challenging you. Go deeper. Go deeper. Are you really, really willing to change? Is there anything you know more than, than, than the word of God? Now, I'm a big reader. I've got so many books. I actually just ordered some more books, especially business books and things like that, spiritual and business books. But I even have to challenge myself at times that, you know, I've spent hours reading this book on, you know, business success or da, 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 da. How many hours, how much time have I spent in the word of God? Let me close this and get back into here because I got to have a healthy balance. All right. I love you all. Be encouraged. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast episode. As always, I welcome you to join my mentorship program. Visit ZenjaGlass.com. I now have it open again for enrollment and I hope to see you on the other side. Love you all. Bye-bye.